So, welcome to still name still to be determined, technically called unnamed drug and recovery talk. I'll think of something better. Um, life sucks. Um, I think I'm on day three. Um, well, he, well, he's saying two, but you see, the whole question lies. If I didn't get high and was still sick, did I even do anything? Because I did 30 milligrams of morphine and was still not feeling well, which is definitely way too high of a tolerance, if you ask me. 30 milligrams of morphine should put you down. I don't think you got all 30 milligrams. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't realize it was one of those abuse-proof fuckers. And I cooked it up, and it turned into this, like, jello-type substance. I still still shot it, but then I had to drink it, and it literally made cotton dissolve. Um, I thought that was kind of weird. What are they putting in pills that makes cotton dissolve? And do I want to put that in me? Well... That's not really neither here nor there. Um, Let's see. My big question I was thinking to myself today was Lincoln a Republican or a Democrat? Um, (laughs) I'm assuming by his ideologies he was a Democrat. However, I do kind of have this feeling he was a Republican. Because back in the day, when Republicans were Democrats and Democrats were Republicans, he was a Republican. Because you feel that way, you are correct. They had more Democratic views before the party switched. Okay, I didn't know that. See, the older I get, the more I realize that I'm more of a Republican, I think. But that... See, that's that's a tough talk. Because when it comes to certain issues, I'm liberal, Democrat, what have you. Yeah, that's not real. That is real. Um, has a libertarian ever been elected? No. No? Not real. Does it make them a non-existent political party? Pretty much, but... Kinda, yeah, it does, actually. And they've held non-existent offices. You know, the first tranny, um, or transgender, um, gotta be politically correct there, um, is a congresswoman now in Delaware, isn't it? Maybe New Hampshire, um, somewhere up there in the, uh, in the Northeast. No, it's Vermont. That's the only state liberal enough up there to let that happen. Wow. Huh? What are you wowing my political views? 
audience right there. We don't have an audience to lose yet. I know. Not helping. <laughs> I didn't say anything derogatory. I corrected my speech when I used the improper pronoun. Vermont's the only damn liberal place that never let that go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm against it. <laughs> you just wouldn't let it go on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm... What's letting it go on, Mr. Fraser? Well, don't say my name. Um, poor choice of words. Um, types of words have kept the suppression of the LGBT community. <laughs> You're a bunch of whining babies. <clears throat> Yeah, I support their plight and their struggle and all this and that. But, I mean, if you like to take a dick in the mouth, fucking Soviet, you know? Well, do they all have to be gay homosexuals? No, I mean, these days, there's like 35 genders. There's like non-binary, binary. body identifies with male. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's non-binary. I think is what that is. I'm still a little unclear on what all these new terms that have come out in the last few years are. Um, do you people just make your own terms up? or because people, once again, with the broad stroke vernacular, Mr. To Be Decided. Just because I speak like can very candidly and bluntly doesn't mean I don't care. I mean, if I say you people to you, what does that mean? Ginger white kids? I guess it does to you. you <laughs> does that mean it? I have a problem with them, though, just because does I say you people? Do you? No. <laughs> You're well, the one bringing all these issues up. Something's on your mind. I was talking about Abe Lincoln being a fucking <laughs> Republican. Which he was. Um, however, speaking of gay repression, um, <laughs> they say Abe Lincoln was, um, Lincoln Logger? Um, yes, he, they say he was a repressed homosexual based on his strict upbringing by women only. Um, he was brought up by a strict mother and grandmother and had mean sisters, apparently, and hated women. Gay. Oh, you'll get a hit. I'm not making, sure. I'm not making this up. Not clever enough. <laughs> sexuality of Abraham Lincoln. Oh, it's got his own Wikipedia page. Just on his sexuality? Yeah. Sexuality of Abraham Lincoln. I mean, I read some shit about 16th it. 16th president of the USA has been a topic of debate amongst some scholars. Lincoln was married to Mary Todd from November 4th, 1842, till his death of April 15th. Five, fathered four children with her. The topic came to greater attention due to a 2005 book, The Intimate World of Abraham Lincoln by psychologist C.A. Tripp, which described Lincoln as allegedly having a detached relationship with women in contrast with a close male friend he allegedly shared a bed with. According to the book, Lincoln, are Lincoln the Unknown, Lincoln chose to spread several months of the year practicing law on a circuit that kept him living 
separately from his wife. In 1928, a prominent writer had appointed to a close, close male friend of the young Lincoln as a possible lover that was denounced as absurd at the time. Historical scholarship and debate. So see, Lincoln was gay. This just sounds like... <laughs> I mean, he was also a vampire hunter. If you yeah. fucking go by all media <laughs> content. Like their fucking wives. People still don't. Exactly, but it was more socially accepted to like, all right, this is my wife. <laughs> now I'm gonna have a completely different life. I mean, me and Heidi slept in separate beds for many years. I won't want to sleep in bed with you. Did it once, never again. <laughs> Like, we slept in the same bed sometimes, but as far as living quarters, we had separate bedrooms, even. That was also because it was a big house, and there was just a bunch of rooms. Oh, yeah. He didn't like her. Lincoln and Mary Todd met in Springfield in 1839. Which Springfield? There's one in every state out here. Illinois. Doesn't mention that, but I do know that. Uh, Lincoln and Mary Todd met in Springfield in Illinois. 1839 became engaged in 1840, in which historian Alan Winslow comes one of the murkiest episodes in Lincoln's life. Lincoln called off his engagement to Mary Todd. It was at the same time as the collapse of a legislative program he had supported for years. The permanent departure of his best friend Joshua Speed, Speed, uh, Speed from Springfield had the proposal by John Stewart. Lincoln's law partner to end their law practice. Lincoln is believed to have suffered something approaching clinical depression. Lincoln's preparation of the greatness of the Illinois legislative years, Paul Simon has a chapter covering this period, which Lincoln later referred to as the fatal first, or January, January 1st, 1841, that was the date on which Lincoln asked to be released from his engagement to Mary Todd. Simon explains that for various reasons, the engagement was broken contradict one another. So then they eventually got back together? More obviously, yeah. This time was not fully documented, but Lincoln did become unusually depressed, which showed when his parents and Simon wrote that it was traceable to Mary Todd. During this time, he avoided seeing Mary, causing her to comment that he deems me unworthy of notice. Story of Describes the relationship between Lincoln and his wife as bound together by three strong bonds, sex, parenting, and politics. In addition to the anti-Mary Todd bias of many historians, gendered by William Herndon's Lincoln law partner and early biographer, personal hatred of Miss Lincoln. She seemed like a bitch in a movie. That's what made me think about his political party <laughs> was listening to um, your little film. My little film? <laughs> yeah. That started while you were sleeping. What did he say? Well, you were like dead asleep and I heard fucking like the Paramount opening credits or whatever. <laughs> I was like, did he just like accidentally press play in his sleep? Because your phone was on, sitting on your chest for most of the night.
tell you, ice is about all I've consumed. I know. <laughs> I'm not even really drinking the water I put in it. I'm try for a little iced tea here. Are you hungry? Um, kinda. Seems like a lot of energy exertion. <laughs> I got a party pizza we can split. Okay. Be into that. <clears throat> I probably couldn't eat much anyway. topic is why are people in recovery and sober people such whiny pussy bitches it's all they have I guess I don't know the drugs shut up their whininess <laughs> I sure hope I don't turn out like that I, I, I mean it's people that get just Yeah, no, exactly. That's what a lot of people... Replacement therapy really is positive. You know, finding something to replace what you're doing. One of my buddies, actually, when he got sober, he became a pro golfer because every time he wanted to do dope, he went and played golf. There you go. And within, like, two years, he was a pro at a fucking club in Palm Springs. There you go. Um... I actually quit hanging out with him because it made me feel bad. <laughs> I'll tell you, fish last year really made me feel like a piece of shit. Seeing everyone doing all well and stuff and me wearing long sleeves and <laughs> doing a speedball in front of one of my mentors notoriously good-hearted friends. I mean, she said she was going to take 45 minutes to get to my house. She was there in like 15, so <laughs> I was unprepared. Such is the plight. That's the right word. And eventually, you people should start listening. post a link on reddit and a few different subreddits I follow Def Leppard's coming to town oh neat <laughs> is the drummer have he's got seven arms and he's got a bionic arm now actually I think he's got a set that has been rigged up that he yeah. can play with one arm he's got triggers 
Yeah. He's done it without one. Weezers and Pixies. That would be cool. I saw the Pixies were playing in Denver. Where are they playing here? They're playing in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I've seen them twice. I've never seen them. They're good. I've never seen Weezer. I've seen Weezer. I've heard they're good live. I saw Weezer with no doubt. That's cool. It was back when they were fucking touring for the Blue Album. That was wow. Oh yeah, I was I was a youngin. My sister, I went my sister. She went for No Doubt, and I went for Weezer. Still listen to that album fairly often. I was in a band once and we covered the sweater song and we did the whole fucking intro skit and everything about going to the party and <laughs> So how do you people stay sober? <laughs> what are your methods? And, you know, most people, however, don't go into getting sober with the mindset that I have. Normally they want to quit. And I've even told people, you can't quit unless you want to. And for some reason, I just don't want to. I mean, I'll probably eat Xanax till the day I die. Introverts feel uncomfortable in their safe space. (laughs) I don't really think they were drug users, really. I've never heard anything about oh, them. Yeah. I'm sure they drank and puffed, you know, but... I mean, hash pipes. Actually, I think hash pipe is about heroin. What, is that a song? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that one. I mean, if they're writing a song about heroin, then one of them's doing it. In almost any respectable artist or writer or modern times for sure, and some sort of addiction problem. I mean, 
Edgar Allan Poe is addicted to you know, gay sex and cocaine and morphine. And, but back then, you could buy morphine and tonic over the county. Some of those tonics, you read the ingredients and it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like coke, opium, fucking morphine, alcohol. Just kind of a little bit of everything. It's like the Beach Boys, and he's like, you know, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the last time I was in the South, is when my dad died. Arkansas. Ozarks are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. If I had an extra 150 grand lying around, I'd buy a lake house. I almost bought one once when I was staying in Indiana for a while. So the moral of the story, kids, is if you're going to start doing heroin, just don't stop. <laughs> Bad advice. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Be rich. Or just don't ever do it more than three days in a row. two days in a row and not get sick, but and thinking about how I've worked fucking literal 36 hour shifts while detoxing, I 
think that's the only way I got through it. Those summers past working at music festivals, I was running myself ragged. Well, and obviously doing other drugs. mention of drugs really with Weezer. One of their second bass players quit. It was a drug really Billy Corgan used to fucking fire band members whenever they'd start doing drugs. I remember at one point, he, I mean that's why the Smashing Pumpkins like disbanded because he kept firing everyone. He's just a weirdo. Huh? Wrote hash pipe on Ritalin and three shots of tequila. Okay. It's oddly specific. Yeah. Tequila was the last alcohol I drank. And one of the bars I was working at, they distilled their own booze right there. Oh, you went like kooky, huh? Huh? The lead singer, fucking Boomer or whatever, took a bow of celibacy. Celibate for two years. Couldn't handle the groupie pussy anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they were like hipsters before, like, yeah. hipsters were a thing. Nerd rock. Definitely nerd rock. I mean, all of the 90s was like... Weird, socially awkward people getting famous. So they did, uh... Crush up the blue and inhale through your nose? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the opening lyric. Crush up the blue and inhale through so your I nose. So I just learned an interesting thing the other day. So you know in the movie Drugstore Cowboy how they're always talking about the blues and 16s? Uh-huh. Those were Dilaudids back then. Mm -hmm. 16 milligram Dilaudids. one that might actually work. And, you know, every time you crush up a divide and sniff it, you're like, what the fuck do I do that? Oh, yeah. Shoot it or save your money. <laughs> That's 15 minute high, though. Uh, you know, I've never really been a fan of shooting up pills. I like shooting up Dilaudids. Last time I shot up a Dilaudid and I used too much water and... Bliss. Messing up bliss. I do. 
Well, that was mainly my problem with shooting pills. No one ever taught me how to do it. I taught myself how to do all this nonsense. I wish I would have stopped you earlier that day. Me too. <laughs> I said something. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, I think so. Said after it already added water to it. <laughs> I figured you knew what you were doing. <laughs> well, I apparently didn't. Kind of like a year out of the game here. <laughs> you gotta put that shit in the microwave first. Yeah. What? To melt the fucking coating, yeah. I lift the coating off? No, or? you gotta do it this way. That's a weird feeling, too. Fucking shots from those. Some pins and needles up your spine. Fucking Brady. And I gotta hold up a shit ton of those. Cook up a fucking. Because I've done like cold water extractions and shit on fucking Vikes and like Perk 10s and shit. Yeah. Did that with Vikes when I fucking first got here. Found a bunch of Vikes and cold water extracted it and shot it. Did they give you anything when you broke your foot? Fucking. Seven fucking. Bikes and a fentanyl shot that <laughs> this is gonna make you drowsy. Uh, I can't tell you I'm a massive heroin addict and this isn't doing anything. When I had surgery, they kept asking me if I wanted more fentanyl and I kept saying yes. And I said, Well, if we give you any more, you have to stay here for another fucking 45 minutes for observation. I was like, I don't give a shit. Cool. Federal fentanyl, fill me up. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'll stay here for two days. <laughs> yeah, you keep giving me fentanyl? I'll keep staying. And then the girl who picked me up. Stay. And then I like asked the hot nurse out while I was all fucked up. Do you know that when you rub dogs behind their ear, certain chemicals released in their brain, mm-hmm. and that's why they get all euphoric when you do it? Mm-hmm. It's okay.
see the pipe. It's a handy little ashtray to just kind of just be able to do that. Hi, baby. I have a nine-year-old Basenji Australian Shepherd mix who is <laughs> enjoying most, every minute. The most beautiful, loving dog ever. She's been with me through it all. People whose house I was in kicked me out, but told me my dog could stay. And I told them they could fuck themselves. My dog is not allowed anywhere I'm not. So we slept in my car in their driveway for a few hours. Uh, this is right after four Narcan shots. Uh, so I slept that off and then started not feeling well. And then I didn't know at this point that if you get Narcan shot, you instantly go into precipitated withdrawals. Ow. Like worse than I am right now. Like I was literally shitting straight blood. God, that was the most miserable time of my life. I was stuck in a Motel 6 in West Covina. That's in East LA. And then finally it came to the point where I had enough money to <coughs> stay there another night or drive back to Colorado. So I did. Hadn't really processed what happened because I was clinically dead for like 12 minutes. Um, but in that car ride in the Utah desert, it processed. And we'll say, uh, well, what Frank from Always Sunny causes. He, he, he came unglued. And that's kind of what happened. I kind of lost my shit there in the middle of the desert. And crying and driving and talking to my brother. Well, he's not actually my brother, but... Here you go. He is a uh, younger guy who I've, uh, I took under my wing... <coughs> his ripe age of 17 had him selling keys for me by the time he was 18 smart kid never never did opiates and I always hid my opiate addiction from him like most people in my life most people in my life have no idea no or at least they they maybe knew at one point I did but um, I blamed that on 
white cunt devil bitch um just severed our relationship like she did And then I lied to her and told her I was clean and she told me I hadn't been clean long enough to process the information that she had to say. We still haven't talked. That was quite a while ago. Actually, only a couple of months, really. I mean, she was too hot for me anyway, though. She was an alcoholic, and I was helping her with that. And she did help help me detox one time. I used to go to this condo for once every couple months and just take a break for a couple days. I guess that's it for now. <laughs> so, I'll put this shit on Reddit and see if you people find it. Start listening. Not like keep listening, but start. <laughs> so. I'll start talking more if you start listening more. Yeah, I'll fucking talk all day.